0: G'day, I'm Megan Woodward, and this is Crop to Top, the Cotton Info podcast, conversations to help you grow. Today, we've got the pleasure of catching up with Dr. Nicole McDonald. Nicole is a senior research officer with CQ University, and she's also the lead on a project called Shift. Shift. G'day, Nicole. Welcome to the Cotton Info Crop to Top Podcast. Hey, Megan. Thanks. Now, you actually featured on one of the very first Cotton Info Podcast episodes, and that's around 18 months pushing two years ago, talking us through the shift project which is part of a CRDC-funded action research project that is officially known as Delivering Best Practice for Management of Future Workforce Skills. We know it as SHIFT. But before we get into what's about to happen with SHIFT, can you give us a bit of an overview of the project for those that might not have been across it, what it set out to achieve, and what's sort of been happening over the last 18 months since we last caught up?
1: In the first podcast, we probably gave a bit of an overview of what we were trying to do with the broader project in terms of we're looking at this workforce development framework and to support cotton growers in terms of their workforce development on farm. And we spent the first nine months sort of investigating all the different pathways to delivery that we could actually try and get growers to engage with different sorts of materials or resources or strategies that might be useful to them. And I guess we wanted to look at that because we don't want this just to be a pilot training program that sort of lives and dies with the funding attached to it. We really want strong legacy items to come out of this. And so we're looking at what can we do to kind of, I guess, Trojan horse some of these messages or findings into existing touch point for growers with that idea that the last thing we want to do is become another time demand on them. And we know time is probably one of the most precious resources to cotton growers out there at the moment. So we sort of looked at that first. And then from that, we realized that actually we don't know a lot about how to do effective People research extension. It's something that is picking up steam globally. And so we're seeing more and more of this sort of work pop up. And in Australian agriculture, we've probably seen more of it in the dairy industry at the moment. We knew we needed to be real grower-centered in terms of what kind of solutions or resources we were going to design. It was no use us coming in as researchers and going, hey, we think this is what you need to know to manage your workforce. We wanted to hear from growers where were their pain points. Where were their tricky challenges and what did they actually need that was going to be a benefit to them here and now? And so over the course of the last sort of six months, we've been working with about eight different cotton growers on workforce challenges in their enterprises. Now, the interesting thing about this project is the research isn't anything about what their workforce challenges are. It's about, is this a good process that we can use to support growers to engage in this space, uh, to get talking about it. I guess I often look at how growers support each other with production issues and my question is, can we do that more effectively with people issues?
0: It's such a big question and such a great question. What are some of the answers you're getting to that question and the myriad of questions that you're posing to people as you go, I guess, in and out of cotton-growing valleys throughout Australia as well as doing the online consulting as well?
1: Probably one of the common themes we've seen uh, working with cotton growers is that there is this actual real squeeze that is being felt by cotton growers at the moment. They are really under pressure. We've seen sort of the industry bounce back with rain and people trying to ramp up production and that has put a lot of pressure on them in terms of, you know, attracting new entrants who perhaps are, the word we've often used, are greener than they've ever seen before. So there's not the usual pathways through ag colleges that there might have been in the past where people are coming onto farm with some sort of, awareness of what the farm work environment is like and what kind of skills they'll need. That's putting a lot of pressure on cotton growers to do a lot of on-the-job training. And so I guess in listening to that, we've been trying to design resources that cotton growers potentially might even be able to flick their team members a one or two pager on something simple like self-management, making sure that you know younger team members are on top of managing their own work-life balance and having some structure to their lives at home so that they can bring their best selves to work to kickstart that conversation with them, I, I guess. And we're trying to see, is there some way we can support individuals to take a bit more ownership of their own development as well? So the burden isn't always placed back on the cotton grower to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's that
0: Focus on transferable skills from both sides, the new people that are coming into the industry that may be able to, while they're green to the industry, might have a skill from a previous industry, and then the grower themselves being able to transfer their transferable skills onto that new person coming in. Are you seeing, as you're going through this co design process, that the challenges that people are looking at? How have they changed over the time you've been involved in the industry and as the project has progressed?
1: We are seeing more and more growers actually recognise that it is the non-technical skills that their staff need to be developing to be productive and efficient at work. So it's not just about the technical skills, although that is certainly still a major concern for them in terms of operating machinery and being able to do the job. But it's all of those non-technical skills in terms of being a good team member, communicating well, asking a lot of questions, all of those kinds of things are sort of what we're seeing pop up to in terms of trying to set up a really good work culture on farm.
0: I guess that focus that the projects had right from the very beginning is that discussion around the people part of the business of growing cotton and it's these learnings that you're continually sharing and as I said before there's a a co-design process that the project has been relying on heavily tell me a bit about what's happening at the start of June in regards to how these learnings to date are going to be shared with growers and farm managers.
1: So on the 6th and the 7th of June, we've put together some online sessions, which we're calling the Shift Workforce Solutions Unconference. Now, when people hear the word unconference, their question is often, what the hell is an unconference? And I guess what we're trying to emphasize there is that we see in traditional conferences that they're often very lecture type, a bit deaf by PowerPoint sometimes, which is fine for transparency of knowledge, but I guess in our conversations with growers, what we've identified is that there are a hell of a lot of really good workforce practices that are going on behind the farm gate at the moment. And we really want to try and unlock some of that peer to peer learning. So, we're really highlighting what is working for growers now in terms of their workforce and trying to break that down a little bit in a way that other growers can listen to that and identify what the transferable lessons would be for them to try and test out with their team in their own businesses. I read this really great quote the other day by Pablo Picasso, which said, when art critics get together, they talk about form and structure and meaning. But when artists get together, they talk about where can you buy cheap turpentine? And I guess that's what we're trying to get to is we we know farmers just want to know what works and give it to me in a way that I can test it out and see if I'm getting results with my team as well. And I guess we're trying to get to the crux of that more so than the big theoretical ideas piece. And I guess we're just keen to see whether growers actually find that useful to start with and whether this works as, as a way for us to do some good people uh, research extension.
0: Yeah, that sounds really interesting. So walk me through what the program looks like for the shift unconference, not the conference, the unconference.
1: OK, so the shift on conference, we've tried to design it so it's not super time intensive and growers can opt into one, two, three or all, all of the sessions. So on the first day, we've put together two grower panels, first panels from 12 to 1 p.m. And we've actually got Rob Davies and James Trail on to have a bit of a chat to them about addressing their workforce challenges and workforce engagement. And just to give you a little teaser, in my sort of conversations with James, one of the challenges that came up was young people on phones in machinery. And I think that's something that a lot of growers would resonate with or see in their own businesses as well, is that Unfortunately, mobile phones have been designed to be as addictive as pokey devices. They're a necessary evil because we want people to be able to be in in contact and use apps and do all of those sorts of things. But unfortunately, they can contribute to people not staying situationally aware when they are operating machinery. So James had some really interesting thoughts to contribute on that. And so we'll we'll touch on that. And Rob does some really amazing work in terms of how he supports his team to get the most out of them. But he also talks a bit about how he used to really try and engage with the local population in terms of hiring people. But unfortunately, that's becoming really, really difficult. And he's had to adapt and switch back to taking backpackers on board. But that, again, changes your workforce dynamic and what you do. So I think Rob can really talk to how he stays adaptable in his business the second panel from 1 to 2 p.m., we're going to be checking in with Central Highlands around Emerald and having a chat with Renee Anderson and Aaron Kylie around well-being at work. And um, that's been a bit of focus for them. In their business for themselves and for their staff and I think it's just good to hear about how that practically works in a workplace and then on the second day we're sort of switching it up and we're going to bring a couple of workshops to people so growers might be familiar with Troy Smith who's sort of been getting around the regions delivering some really fantastic cotton picker training to people and we'll be having a chat with him about how to develop video training resources to support new entrants to learn and current team members to revise on the job skills. Renee will be contributing to that too. We've been working with her a little bit on that. And the second workshop, we're actually going to be bringing shift team member and CRDC PhD candidate Chantelle Corish to conduct a workshop on wellbeing at work. So Sean, other than being a researcher, has been a psychologist in rural Queensland for a long time now and can really speak to how to practically figure out what is your responsibility as an employer, what's not, what can you do, how do you try and support someone, when would you refer them on, I think really getting into the mechanics of looking at wellbeing at work. All of these panels and workshops have a kind of underlying theme within the shift framework, and that's of human sustainability. So, I'm not sure if anyone will groan hearing another kind of sustainability other than social, economic, and environmental. <laughs> it's like all the
0: sustainability in the crop. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: guess human sustainability is just making sure that people don't burn out, people stay engaged, and people feel good while they're at work so that, you know, they can achieve those really good production outcomes that we need them to do for crop growers in their businesses.
0: Absolutely. And it just sounds so basic and like common sense when you say it in black and white like that, Nicole, but it is getting harder and harder to be able to facilitate that, which makes this project so incredibly valuable to industry. We will put a link in the show notes of this podcast to how cotton farmers can register to attend the UnConference. So it's online. I've just done quick maths in my head. So the first day is actually only two hours. There's two one-hour panels and the second day uh, are two one-and-a-half-hour workshops. So that's five hours in total of online. So it's pretty good bang for your buck. I'm sure people will be able to pick one if they can't do all of it. Are they able to just jump on one and leave when they've got other million
1: things to do? Yeah, absolutely. It's about trying to make this as easy to fit into people's workflows as possible. So it wasn't going to be a big take you out of your business kind of thing. It's just, yeah, growers can invest in their personal development. And we think this is one way that you could do that to develop your people management skills.
0: Sounds great. Thank you so much, Nicole, for your time today and really interested to see how this goes and we'll catch up with you as you approach your next few milestones with this project and get an update and see what sort of outcomes you can share with the Growl Group. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Megan. Thanks for the opportunity to have a chat about this.